What's up guys, Bet the Universe here, coming to you on a Tuesday, December 15th. Dennis Perez, Roel Cabral, my brother, how are you doing today? Yes, my brother, I'm good, I'm ready to go. Week 14 review here, and, and then we're going to week 15, right my brother? Yeah, it's the week Guess 14 the review 15. show, we're going to go over these picks. First off, you, as you all know, bettheuniverse.podbean.com, also on Spotify, also on iTunes. We're going to re- re- review the picks from last week real quick. Saints do not come through for me. Uh, it was minus seven and a half. That was a misstep. Bills come through minus one and a half against the Steelers and the teaser hits. We had Houston, Chicago over 38 points and Packers minus two. Say the teaser was was hit pretty easily. Yeah. yeah. So two out of three ain't bad. Profitable weekend. Well, how about you? It went well for me, brother. I, I'm going to call it two and two, even though I think it's more like two and one because it was just an honorable men- mention for the over on the Jags, 51. That didn't hit. But I did have the Bucks minus six and a half, and that was a winner. Dan Bailey helped out there. And the Colts minus three, they, they gashed, and they ran all over the, the Vegas Raiders there. So I got that one. And then I had a teaser, which... Unfortunately, the Saints let me down too, D. I had Tennessee, who did their thing against the Jags, and the Saints that, that uh, you know, clunker against I mean, the Eagles. It was a fun weekend, you know. They, the Most of them are in the NFL. That's why we all love the sport. So we're going to get right into it. Cardinals at the Giants. Cardinals were favored by three on the road, and this one went under the 44-and-a-half. Cardinals got covered that three pretty easily. Yeah, they do, D. I mean, the Giants' offense, and, and Daniel Jones, I think, is the biggest story in this game. I don't know if he should have played in this game. He looked hobbled. He he had no run attempts. He got sacked six times, and Hassan Reddick got five of those sacks. D. I mean, fumbled three times. He was lucky to get a couple of those back. I mean, the Giants, they couldn't run the ball. They couldn't pass the ball. They go to 5-16 and 16 against the spread in their last 21 home games, so awful against the spread at home. Let's keep that in mind, guys. Let's remember that. And Arizona, I mean... Seven and one against the spread, the last eight against the Giants, dominating the Giants lately. And, you know, probably that's like the last 10 years. But besides that, I mean, Arizona's in the playoff race and the Giants, they, they kind of fell out the race right now as far as the lead in the East. Hard to believe, but the Giants only ran four plays in Arizona territory all day long. Wow. I mean, only only 159 yards of total offense for the G-men. Uh, Roe was mentioning about Daniel Jones. He was 11 to 21 for only 127 through the air. And uh, my man, outside, lamb- uh, outside lamb- linebacker Hassan Reddick had himself yeah. a day, five sacks, three forced fumbles. I mean, as a team, the Arizona defense had eight sacks on the Giants in the day. Cause defense in the last eight games, I know they've been giving up a lot of points, but they do have 15 takeaways in the last eight games. So they they got that going for them. And, you know, they come through on the road, big road one, road win here, 26 to 7 against the G-Men to bring them to 7 and 6, climbing back into the playoff race. We're going to move on to the Jets against the Seahawks. Seahawks favored by a lot here, 14 at home. Didn't really matter when you're playing against the Jets. And this one goes under 47 and a half. Yeah, the big lean here was for the Seahawks, D. I believe we were both on the Seahawks here. Stayed away from it game day, but I'm sad and I'm mad that I did. I mean, I talked to you guys about the, the Seattle being the seventh team since 2010 to be a double-digit favorite immediately after losing outright as a double-digit favorite and how all the pre- previous six covered, right? So, yeah, they, they, they did too. So the last seven I've covered in that spot. You know, when you're a double-digit favorite and you lose, you upset the next week and you're facing another bad team most likely, and these teams have destroyed them the next week. So we should have saw, kind of saw this coming here, D. I mean, besides that, Russell Wilson, four touchdown passes. They were able to run the ball with 174 yards rushing. I mean, 410 total yards compared to the Jets, 185. You know, that's pretty much the story of the game. And Jamal Adams gets his, his the sack that he wanted to get, right? Yeah, he got the sack. He actually... uh set the NFL record for the most single-season uh, single season sacks by a defensive back. Yep. So Jamal Adams, in the kind of setup that they have him, at rushing the quarterback sometimes with those blitz schemes, yeah. it's working for him. He's he's getting a lot of production. And, he you know, it was a good trade for him to go from the Jets to the Seahawks. You know, he's yeah. getting the most out of his talents over and there. he's winning over there. He wanted to win, and he's winning. He still doesn't have his contract yet, but I'm sure he'll be, he'll be getting it soon. And, you know, he's definitely a good fit over there with Carroll. And they, their defense has been a lot better lately. 
You know, and they, the Jets is going to help you with that. As Russell well. Wilson climbing through the back door back into the MVP race, a little something, something. I say he's the, he's the third guy. Yeah. He had another four touchdown passes in this one. He actually didn't even play the fourth quarter role. He did all that yeah, damage. Gino, in, you know, right? I did saw all that, that damage in, in, in the first three quarters and, and hit the bench mm. towards the end there of the, uh, of, the four, uh, of the third quarter, late in the third. We mentioned last week the Jets, it was seven straight uh, games or seven non-divisional games where they had allowed 30 or more. So add this one to the list. Now it's eight non-divisional games. And, you know, just only 185 yards of total offense is not going to get it done. Yeah, it's not. On the road especially. So we're going to move on to the Texans against the Bears. Bears win this one 36-7. Texans fail to cover the one and a half on the road. And this one goes under 46 and a half. Yeah, I was thinking that the strong play in this game was the over and you had that as part of the teaser D I'm surprised in the fourth quarter you know the the kind of fell apart in the second yeah, half they, it, it, it. they only scored three two field goals in the second half it was just six points they almost That's had the why. first half uh the, the over in the first half alone and then everything just sputtered in, in the second half I'm glad I put them in the teaser rather than take them straight up because I needed all those points had a little parlay as part of a you know the over as part of a, a parlay which it didn't matter because it, it was just a the whole parlay was not done was any good but at the end of the day, to be honest with you, D, I think the lean should have been Bears. I mean, Watson here, he's been great all year, but no Brandon Cooks here, no Fuller because he's already been out because of the P, the the PDs. So there's right right now we should have known. It's all this coming. Six sacks for the Bears. They get two turnovers for the Bears, and the, the Bears defense just looks superior in this game, D. They were they were out, they were good, and Montgomery was really good for the Bears. He rushed for over a hundred. You have production from Allen Robinson. Trubisky had another solid game. And that's it. That's all you get there. Keep this in mind, D. When you got the Bears at home, we got the under. 14 of the last 18 times. So when the Bears are at home, the under's actually been hitting a lot. Been hitting most of those times. Their defense comes out to play. Keep that in mind as the year ends, winds down. You know, I, I kind of wonder what kind of season Chicago would be having had they just rolled Trubisky out the entire mm-hmm. time. They had a winning record with Trubisky as quarterback, and then they, they turned it over to Foles. Uh, they just didn't like what the, the kind of production they were getting. Yeah. It wasn't enough, I guess, for them, yeah, even they though they were more. winning games. And then Foles comes in, and, and he was even – I think he was worse than Trubisky. Some people would say it was a yeah, step up, was. but they weren't winning games. They go back to Trubisky, and the team is actually scoring points, like, you know, yeah. and, and winning games. And he was 24 of 33 in this one with another three touchdown pass, another move multiple touchdown pass game for Trubisky. Foles wasn't having none of that this season. Yeah. In fact, he had a streak of throwing INTs in games, you know? Yeah, right. uh, so 24 or more points in, in five of the six Trubisky starts this year. Mm-hmm. Roe mentioned the Chicago defense coming through with the seven sacks. They have a good record when they have a, a sack or more in a game. So, you know, that that always uh works out well for the Chicago defense when they when they get after the quarterback. And then you couple all that with the Texans' two turnovers. I mean, recipe for disaster. Uh, Watson was not good in this one. Yeah, he wasn't good enough. And like I said, lack of weapons. They, they got nobody there. Brandon Cooks ended up out before the game. Already out, had Fuller out. They had no weapons, man. No Cobb. You know, Randall Cobb was their third guy. Wasn't in either. So they, they're just not enough. There wasn't enough, you know, weapons for them to have. So we'll move on to the Cowboys at the Bengals. Cowboys covered the three on the road, and this one went under 42 and a half. The final was 30 to seven Cowboys. Yeah, the Cowboys, man, they got away with this game, really, facing a bad Bengals team. Three turnovers here for the Bengals. A big turnover where Alden Smith returned a fumble recovery for, like, 80 yards. That was huge. Dalton returned to Cincinnati. Two touchdown passes, you know. Dallas has been allowing, like, 170 yards. They only allowed 100 in this game, so that was an improvement. And they go to 5-1 and one straight up the last six against Cincinnati. So they've been taking advantage of, of Cincinnati when they've been facing them the last couple of times. Besides that, D, this game wasn't really much going on in this game. I mean, I feel like I overlooked this one as a gambler. Uh, Dalton, the homecoming for him. Cowboys are a better team than the Bengals. And the fact that with Burrow not being there to quarterback the Bengals and, and the output that they've had the last two weeks, it was yeah. really poor. This just should have been it's easy money right here, Cowboys three on the road right here. So I yeah. feel like I overlooked it, kind of kind of missed out on this one. Uh, first win of the season by more than three points for the Cowboys. Maybe that factored That's into what? my reasons of not taking them, They were the them, worst right? spread team. Yeah, they were the worst spread team coming into this game. It's hard to trust Dallas. I hear what you're saying, but, you know, to put your money on that team when you have this information, it's hard to do it. 
I'm not. I threw them in that parlay. It didn't work out. But yeah, you're right. I mean, I saw it. You know, well, the if, there's, if there's a team to bet against, it is the Bengals, yeah, and then nice. without their franchise quarterback. But they had three fumbles on this game yeah. in the very first three drives, that which put them wow. in the hole early. I mean, we know the the poor record over the last two seasons. Actually, four twenty four and one over the last two seasons. Uh, Alden Smith, I want to note for the Cowboys, nice yeah. little seventy eight yard fumble return. Yeah, yeah. You know, he hadn't played in a couple of years, and it came back a nice little spot for him right there. Uh, and Dalton, he shined in the homecoming. You know, it wasn't the greatest of output, but he got the win and he played well. Two touchdowns, got the win. And he's he's definitely the best Cowboys quarterback at the moment. You know. And Dallas is back in the conversation now for that and if the NFC East. Or well, the, the, NFC the Giants East, right? took a tumble there. I think a uh, Washington win was big. We'll get to that one in a bit. And yeah, uh, yeah but still in play, definitely at four and nine. They're all still in play with three games to go. We're gonna move on to the Chiefs against the Dolphins. This was probably the marquee of the game. And it was a good one. It came, it came down to the end there, uh, you know, and Dolphins did get the backdoor cover uh, with the plus seven. This one goes over the total of 51 and a half. Yeah, the Chiefs, they, they got kind of off to a shaky start. Pat got sacked. Things look a little, you know, it looked like Dolphins was going to have a good day. But then Pat picks it up. And then the next thing you know, the big lead for the Chiefs and the Dolphins are finding their way back. Uh, I, for the season, though, man, I mean, when you're talking about making money and trying to make money against the spread... The Dolphins, man, eight of the last nine covers, G. Nineteen of the last twenty-five covers. Like this team's, if you putting money on 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 this team, you're making money on the Miami Dolphins. And the lean for both of us was here with the Dolphins. I mean, Xavier Howard, man, we we highlighted that matchup against Hill. The interception wasn't against Hill. But what an interception against uh, against Patrick. That was a, a, a remarkable. That kind of turned the game there a little bit, right, D? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Tua finally throws a pick in this game. He hadn't done so in all his previous starts. Um, ball kind of got tipped up and, and, and picked. Xavier Howard with a remarkable yeah. one-handed INT in this one. I mean, listen, the Dolphins had all, all the makings of a win here when they started out with those interceptions on Mahomes and took a 10 nothing lead early. You thought, oh, these guys are in trouble yeah. right here. You know what I'm saying? The Dolphins sure. kind of got them solved, but you know. Again and again, man, these guys erase leads like the Golden State Warriors. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and they are he is the Steph Curry of the yes. NFL. Got to point out, D, the Dolphins did have injuries. Their wide receiver, both wide receivers were out. I mean, uh, their their tight end who had two touchdown catches. Gasicki goes out with some with a concussion. You know, it was hard to watch that. And I think Tua he impressed me. He played a lot better than when I seen him play all year. I mean, he threw for over three hundred. And I think the other big story in this game, D, was was Patrick Mahomes with his three picks, and the the that the issue with that being the MVP race, right? That's definitely gonna affect the MVP race. The three interceptions by Patrick and yeah. the great game by. by I, Aaron I thought it would put Rodgers into the forefront at the MVP race because he has such a stellar game, and I, the odds makers don't see it that way. I mean, I I think that he still gets the nod. Because his team is so much better. I mean, not so much better than Green Bay, but they do have just one loss to Green Bay's three. And that's a factor in this, you know what I mean? And as far as the, the numbers at the end of the day, we're going to have to break those down. But I do believe that he, he has more interceptions than Aaron Rodgers now, no? Yeah. Dude, I think so, no. A couple of more notes. Mahomes move, uh, improves to 8-0 and versus top five scoring defenses. With this win, the Chiefs, the Chiefs clinched the AFC West, clinched the division, and this is now 10 straight road wins for the Chiefs. Just, mm. you know, dominant. The, 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 this is slowly, slowly turning into team, a dynasty. Huh? If they win a Super Bowl here, maybe not this year and next year, this is turned to a dynasty. D, it's hard to win in the NFL on the road, man. They always say that. You know what I mean? And, and you got a team like this. Listen, the Dolphins had a great shot in this one. Four turnovers forced. And, and you know, the Chiefs were still uh, leading this game 30-10 to 10, entering the fourth quarter somehow, some way. They, these Chiefs are an, an amazing team. Well, I mean, you know. They take we'll, advantage. We'll you know? see going forward. Listen, these teams are going to have a shot. The Chiefs have the inside track now for the bye week. So it's looking like, you know. I was looking at some metric there that had Pittsburgh with like an 8% chance of getting that bye week back mm. going forward. But we'll see. We'll see if the Chiefs get that bye. game, right? Coming up, I think, this week, though. Chiefs got the Saints coming up. That's what I mean. Yeah, that's, you know. That's see, but the Saints without Breeze. So, you know. True. I mean, I don't know. There's, I think there's a chance that Breeze might play this week. Really? What I, what I heard. I mean, they want him to come back 100%. That's the big thing. But I did hear there was a chance that he could play. 11 cracked ribs. I know. I know. I heard. And that's I heard. A, it's a lot of cracked ribs. Saying. I heard he's feeling a lot better. And there's a chance that he might play. I don't think he will, though. Well, we'll get to that one later on Guess the Lions. That'll be an interesting one to, to, to try and guess right there. We're going right. to move on to the Vikings at the Buccaneers. 
Uh, Buccaneers 26-14 is the final here. Buccaneers get it done at home, cover the 6.5, and, and this one goes under 53.5. Yeah, man, when you watch this game, and I watched this game closely because I had the Bucs, uh, I mean, and this was one of my picks too, the Bucks. This game right here, you, the Vikings, man, they held the ball most of this game. They moved the ball pretty well. Dalvin Cook did have his 100 yards, which he usually gets. But at the end of the day, I mean, Dan Bailey. Dan Bailey was the difference in this game. 0 for 3 on field goals. 0 for 1. He missed an extra point as well. Yeah, missed four I mean, kicks, man, in one game. Yeah, I mean, you, you got time of possession here. Heavy lean here for Minnesota. 39 minutes to 21 minutes to Tampa. I mean, the only thing I could say is Tom still comes through off a bye. Tom still comes through off a loss, which we both expected those things. Now he goes to 14 and 4 off a bye. He goes to 5 and 0 this year against the spread off a, uh, off a loss. And he goes to 47 and 19 against the spread off a loss. So we don't, we keep those numbers. That Those are golden numbers there at D. Always go to, to those numbers, guys. And Tom off a loss and Tom off a bye. Don't forget that. Uh, listen, big win for the Buccaneers here as far as uh, playoff hopes moving forward. They kind of needed this one. Ro mentioned Brady improving to 15-4 and four after the bye. The, uh, Buccaneers defense, I, I, you know, Cook got 102, but I, I thought that they did a decent, decent job at, at limiting him. You know, 102 from Cook, this guy gets 140, 150 pretty easily. And, and, and the Bucs are a top rushing defense, so, I mean... And they they got after Cousins too. They also sacked them six times in this they game. Did. They did. They brought that blitz, and that kind of made Dan, those field goals for Dan Bailey a little tougher. But yeah, as as Ro mentioned, listen, your field goal kicker can be out there missing three field goals and an extra point, like, and not in the NFL. You know, no. you can't get away with that one. So it'll be interesting to see what uh what they do with they Bailey moving forward there. as far as getting another kicker in there or something. Have to make a change there, I, think. I remember Bailey on, on Dallas for, for a he lot of years of the there. He was all right. He was good. He was he decent. Was really but, good. Um, he was really good. He was really good. He was one of the best kickers when he was in Dallas. Be interesting. You know, the uh, usually a short leash on these kickers when they have a yeah. game like this. It's a know? mental game with these guys, and he's not good in the head right now. So we're going to move on to the Broncos at the Panthers. Broncos win this one on the road, 32-27. to 27. Panthers fail to cover the three at home, and this one goes over 46-and-a-half. Yeah, kind of shocking here. Drew Locke, I mean, Drew Locke had a great game, maybe his best game in his career, D. 21-27, four touchdowns. He threw two bombs to, to, um, to Hamler, 49-yarder and a 37-yarder. Denver goes to 6-1 and one straight up, the last seven against Carolina, totally dominating Carolina. And Carolina, D, Carolina's a favorite. It's something you're going to have to stay away from, guys. They're 0-5 against the spread as a favorite, and they're 0-5 as a home favorite, their last five. Keep that in mind, guys. Carolina's not a team you could trust yet. I know McCaffrey is coming back this week. I know Matt Rule's done a lot of great things over there with Teddy. But Carolina as a favorite, I don't like him in those spots. I do love Carolina as a dog, as you know. Man, Panthers' losing streak now extends to seven straight losses. Mm. Pretty bad for the Panthers right now. Uh, Drew Locke, pretty good in this one. Career high, four touchdown passes for Locke. Uh, Broncos with another giveaway that gives them 29 giveaways on the season, which is the most in the NFL. And uh, I want to mention uh, the Panthers rookie linebacker, Jeremy Chin. Remember he had the two uh, returns yeah, the, yeah, under yeah. a couple of weeks ago? He had another strip sack in this game okay. right here. So he's coming nice. through with some plays, man, for the Panthers, even, even though they lose uh, seven straight games here. So we're going to move on to the Titans and the Jaguars. Titans win big, 31-10 to 10 on the road, cover the 7.5 easily, and this one goes under 51.5. Yeah, the Titans here, D, they ran all over the Jags. You know, we talked about the two late-season games with Derrick Henry before this. He compiled almost 400 yards, and then he threw in another 215 yards. He kills the Jags, especially late in the year. Tennessee goes to 7-1 and one the last eight against the Jags. And, I mean, that's all they really needed. You add a little A.J. Brown there with seven catches and 112. I mean, this game, though, D, I'll tell you one thing, was ugly. Tons of penalties, over 150 yards in total penalties. Both teams had their fair share. It was kind of kind of hard to watch. You watched it for the money, and you seen the money come through with Henry. My man Henry ran wild on the Jaguars, 26 attempts for 215 yards, two yeah. touchdowns, just monster games out of Henry. He's clearly the best running back in the NFL right now, and it's not even close. I mean, Cook is, is the second guy, but come on, you know, let's be honest right now. Let's be honest about Henry and his production. Jaguars, 
Unfortunately for them, 12 straight losses now. They actually benched Glennon in this game and went back it to Minshew, right, yeah. just all ba- a back-and-forth <laughs> situation, meaning that they actually have zero quarterbacks that they trust on the roster. Yeah. And the defense, a- another 24-point or more performance yeah. allowed. So that's a, is a streak now. It coincides with the 12 straight losses. In those 12 straight right. losses, in all those games, 24 or more points given up by the Jaguars defense. Now, I mean, you know, 1-12 and 12 right now, they're pretty much at this point, all they're doing is competing with the Jets for the number one draft pick. We're going to remind you guys, bettheuniverse.podbean.com, the original home, Spotify, and iTunes. Those are the extra platforms where you find us, the more popular platforms. Bro, we halfway through this. We're going to move on to the Colts and Raiders right now. Yeah. Colts with a big win on the road, 44-27. to 27. Clearly, this one goes over the 51 and a half, and Colts cover that three on the road. Yeah, man. All the numbers here, guys, were pointing to the Colts. That's why they were my number one pick. I mean, when you're talking about five and one against the spread on the road for the season, D, they're five and one against the spread, right? I'm going to give you some more good numbers here. Eight and two, their last 10 as favorites. This team comes through for you when they need to. You know, if they're a favorite, they cover. That's something that you always look for. This is a very dependable team right now, D. I thought they hold, they, they'd be able to um, stop the run here, number seven against the run in the league. 79 yards for Las Vegas. So they stopped the run. They ran the ball. They gashed them. You got a pick six from Kari Willis, which I told you guys he was coming back. The, the Colts were getting healthier. He comes back with a pick six, 50-yard return. And you get the Colts and the win, and you get the over, too. The over to boot, five of the last six in Las Vegas home games. So you get the over as well. And this was an entertaining game to watch. And at the end of the day, the team that's the more talented team, the better coach team, the Colts going ahead, D, are a team that I trust with my money. The last couple of weeks, they came through for me. They're definitely in the circle of trust. And I think we got to look at the Colts look going forward here as a team that you could trust. D. You could trust with your money. River seems like he's getting better. T.Y. Hilton, he's connecting with T.Y. a lot more now. He got had two touchdowns. And Taylor's developing as a running back. I mean, a lot of good things here with with this team, D. Like, yeah, listen, Taylor with a an, an, uh, 150-yard performance on the ground. Bro was mentioning a lot of the things that I'm going to hit on. Uh, listen, the uh, the Colts with the 212 rushing yards on the ground. Like, that's just control right there at, at its all-time best. The, uh, the offense is a whole 456 yards of total offense. Looks like Rivers was the right choice for quarterback for yeah. them this season because he's the model of consistency. It's now 15 straight seasons in which he throws for 20 or more touchdown passes. He started off a little bit rocky the first couple of weeks there, but he seems yeah. to have righted himself, and he's having, you know, decent Him. or better performances every week, and he's not hindering the offense by yeah. – I mean, listen, 44 points on the road. I know the Raiders are a poor defense, but that's, that's big-time production there. Raiders are real fortunate that they got that win against the Jets last week because if not, it'd be four straight losses for them. But, yeah. you know, because of that miracle win, it's three out of four. In this game, they were just atrocious, man. Three turnovers for them. Carr now, that's seven giveaways in his last three games. And the defense, 30 or more points allowing their eight straight games. So the mm. wheels are falling off the wagon for the Raiders, and they're fading really quick. Teams are going in opposite directions here, D. I'm looking to fade the Raiders for the for the remainder of the season, and I'm looking to jump on the Colts, man. If I get them as a favorite, or if I even on the road, they're a great road team. Love the Colts, and they always seem to have good value, small lines. Seven, despite all that, the Raiders still sit at seven and six. So, I mean, right there at the outside, outside, but I mean, fading fast, like really bad. We're going to move on to the Green Bay Packers at the Detroit Lions. Packers' dominance of the NFC North continues. They win this one 31 24. Failed to cover the nine, but this, and this one goes over the 54 and a half. Yeah, the the Lions here, we knew the Lions were going to give up some points. We looking. I have circled here. Packers over. So I obviously had a feeling with the over. It it probably slightly just went over because it was fifty four and a half. I think we got a fifty five. Fifty five. Yeah, just so, a half a point over. Exactly. So I mean, the Lions coming into this game were giving up about thirty a game. Sure enough, they give up thirty one in Green Bay. One thing here is they they've covered seven of the last eight against Green Bay. So they that, again that continues, you know. The Lions continue to cover in this spot, and usually it's big lines. I'm I'm guessing with the Packers being a good team, but the Packers have won four of six against this team. D the biggest thing I saw stat wise and as far as going forward, uh, I took out of this game is Lions at home the over D six of the last six over at home for the Lions, wow. twelve of the last thirteen over for the Lions. 
So going forward, Lions are playing at home. I'm looking at the over. The one thing that might stifle that is if Stafford's hurt. And we did see Daniels come in late in this game in this game here. So I'm not sure about his status for the next game, Matthew Stafford. I mean, I listen, the Packers are really impressive now. Ten and three now in the season. you know, thirteen and three last season. So big to big uh back to back big time seasons for the Packers. They actually move into the number one seed uh, in the NFC spot oh, with yeah. the, the Saints loss because they have the tiebreak over the Saints. They actually clinch the NFC North with this win. And Rodgers, I keep mentioning the the games, the game streak with the multiple touchdown passes. He runs that up to now to eight with his performance in this game. The offense as a whole, 30 or more points and zero giveaways for nine times this season, nine games where they do that. And Rodgers is that guy right now nipping at, at Patrick Mahomes' heels right now. For that MVP race, D, for sure. The way he's playing, he he doesn't look like he's turning it. Like he every game he looks like he's getting better. And his 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 chemistry with Devontae Adams is amazing. I mean, another hundred and fifteen for Adams in that game. Great, great game there. I mean, very dependable team, Packers D. No? Yeah, trust them with your money, I, no? I agree. I, yeah, absolutely. I'm a, I've bet them multiple times this season. They continue to impress. Um and Rodgers, yeah, like Ro mentioned, he, I, I think he moves into the forefront of the MVP race, despite what the odds say. But um, maybe it's worth a shot. Maybe I'll throw a little money on that right now. I think yeah, Ro checked earlier. There. It was plus 190 for the MVP for Rodgers. Yep. He said Robert Mahomes was a minus 240, 250 favorite, which is quite significant. But, yeah, I, off top ahead, I think I believe Rodgers has 39 touchdowns thrown and four picks. So, yeah, it's going to be a tight race. I think it's a lot tighter than, than Mahomes minus 250, but we'll see. We'll keep a, an eye on that going forward. One more thing on the Lions. Stafford did get injured in this game uh, in the ribs, so he, and he left in the fourth quarter. So, we are, you know, we'll see his style. We'll monitor the status moving forward, you know, as we look at the Lions yep. and, and betting them going forward. Saints at Eagles. The next game on the docket. The Saints, man, they lose outright to the Eagles, 21-24. Yeah. to 24. Eagles get it done. They fail. The Saints fail to cover the 7.5, and, and this one goes over 42.5. Yeah, D, it's one of those games where you see, where you feel like everything is pointing towards that team, and you, you got everything there, and you put the money down, and then you get, <laughs> you get disappointed at the end of the day. I'm not going to lie Yeah, to this you. was a disappointment the for Saints, sure. sure a know, lot of parlays got busted with this one. Yeah, they didn't show up with that first half, man. That first half killed them. They gave up the run like crazy. Got two guys that rushed for 100 with Jalen Hurts going for 100, and Sanders was gashing them continuously. And, I mean, just the offense didn't get going for the Saints until the second half. And even then, he, Taysom Hill did have issues. He had five sacks. You know, and the Saints nine game winning streak comes to an end here. Like, you know, it, it's tough to, to to watch that. I mean, it's the NFL week to week. These kind of things happen in the NFL. But I did expect the Saints to be more ready. And they just didn't show up to the second half. The adjustments were too late. And the, the Eagles played well enough to win this game. No, they sure did. Listen, um, I was in, uh, Jalen Hurts was impressive. I thought he was going to be a, a dub in this game. I thought the Saints were going to be all over him, especially with how well their defense had been playing all year long. But Hurts came through, you know, 167 through the air. He he threw a touchdown, and he actually chipped in with 106 rushing. So that's yeah. that's good output for, for a quarterback, especially in their debut as a starter in the NFL. So kudos to Jalen Hurts on that performance. Um, the Eagles actually had two 100-yard rushes in yeah. this game because Sanders. Miles Sanders also had 115. Killed them. Um, the Saints actually had a 50-game streak of not allowing a 100-yard rush, yeah. so that got two, snapped by two in one game, so there you go. Yard guys. Hey, it's listen, crazy. this win, believe it or not, puts the Eagles in somewhat of a position to contend yeah. for the division still They're at 4-8-1, and, and the Saints in this one, we mentioned it earlier, they hurts actually them. lost the number one seed, and uh, that, yeah. That hurts them for the bye week. They're tied, They're tied record-wise with Green Bay for that number one seed, and... Um, the Packers get it for the tiebreaker. And it's huge because, you know, in previous years, one and two will get the bye week. And it's not the case this year. It's just the one. And next week is not necessarily a loss for sure. But, I mean, we we mentioned the tough game that they got coming up. Most likely, I'm going to have to chalk that up as a loss for, for the Saints there. I expect KC to win that game. It's tough to lose. Uh, to, you know, they had the one-game lead on, on Green Bay, and it's tough to lose to the Eagles with, with the next matchup being Kansas City. So, yeah, it's a big one for the, for the Saints coming up next week. Yeah, the one last thing here. I was so shocked when I saw this. One of the biggest things that I saw the, the, out of this game. Peterson, the 11-2 record without Carson Wentz starting as a starting quarterback. Wow. 
Eleven and two record, the unbelievable. When when Wentz does not start and he's starting a backup quarterback. Well, most of that damage was so, with Foles, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets that one now with Hurts there, so I guess he's he's winning without Wentz. Next weird. game, Falcons at Chargers. Chargers win at home, twenty to seventeen. Falcons were favored one and a half on the road. They failed to cover, and this one goes under forty-eight and a half. Yeah, the, I was laughing thinking about this at half when I saw the shenanigans going on with Anthony Lynn again. I mean, this happens every game, D. And not for nothing, I we mentioned Rivers earlier. It shows you how much Rivers was covering up for Anthony Lynn, seeing how bad Anthony Lynn is right now. I mean, every game you've seen some horrible game situations that he puts his team in. He runs the ball on third down when the half is about to end. They don't have any timeouts. and they. I mean, it was just a mess. It was a mess. And they were fortunate to come out of this game with a win. And the reason they did come out with a win was because Matt Ryan threw three picks. Three second-half picks. Yeah, So and that gave a, that was it. That was the difference in the game. Well, Ro, Ro just mentioned the three second-half picks. Those actually turned into 10 Charger points. So, yeah, I mean, it was, it was half their output right there off turnovers. Chargers finally win a close game. They were losing a lot of these. And they, they win a three-point game with Badgley kicking it a field goal as time expired, a 43-yarder. So, you know, good, good for them on this one. It had been a while for them. Herbert, as usual, you know, you come to kind of expect big yeah. performances from him. He completed 36 of 44 for 243. Eckler and he was had solid two touchdowns. Too. Eckler was solid. He had 146 total yards. He had some receiving, some running. And Atlanta D, they're a horrible team when it comes to these close spreads. Four and 13 against the spread in games where the line is plus three to minus three. So on a close game spread, I can't trust the Falcons. I, I mean, I probably didn't trust the Falcons already, but. Going forward, keep that in mind, guys. You see, you think Herbert cements himself as the rookie of the year going forward? I mean, Chase, um, def- offensive rookie of the year for sure. I think he does, even though Jefferson does continue to impress, but they, they just give the respect to the to the quarterback, you know, because he's handling the ball most of the time. All right, we're going to move on to football team at the 49ers. I leaned, I like the, the, I had a big lean on football team in this one, and they actually win the game yeah. outright. Wish I would have bet them. And it goes, uh, so yeah, plus three, the football team comes through. Hard to believe 49ers are actually favored in this game. But they are, they yeah. were, especially that they're not at home home. They are, you know, in, in a different stadium. But yeah, True. this one goes under 43 and a half. Yeah, and, and even be, if they were at home, D, it wouldn't have made a difference, to be honest with you. I don't think, they're one in six against the spread outright at home this year. So they've been bad at home. Two defensive touchdowns for Washington here was really the difference in the game. Chase Young with the big touchdown, then they had a pick six as well, like right before the half. I mean, Mullins is just, you know, I, I that's what I think, D. Like, seriously, the line, you know, and you got to look at Mullins and, and you got to say, do I trust this guy? And now, on the other side of things, Washington has a quarterback situation too because I don't know what's happening with Alex Smith. Well, he was out the Has second me. half. He had a, a soreness yeah. in the leg, yeah. and it was actually the leg that was surgically repaired. So, yeah. of course, always cause for concern with that. Um, Haskins came in, and, you know, he was decent in the second half. He, he, he wasn't a mess. Mm. Only 193 yards of total offense, though, for yeah, football team. That's not going to get it done moving forward. They were fortunate to get the two defensive touchdowns that they got in this game. But, you know, with the defensive uh, output, it runs them up to seven straight games now where they score 20 or more points. A bit of a farce with this one right here. Yeah. 49ers, you know, teams that play their home games, like, and I put that in quotation marks. I know you can't see it, but home games that are at different stadiums mm. because of whatever circumstances. Yeah. The, those teams are one and six, and that's wow. since 1970, since the merger. Wow. So you know that's it's not gonna that, that doesn't bode well for teams. There. Yeah, you know it's, it's just not a good situation for for a team to to not be playing in that actual home stadium as, as uh, evidenced by the record, the one and six record. But uh, two or more giveaways now for in, in seven straight games for the 49ers. They're, they're also they're they're kind of a mess right now, and you know rightfully so. They don't have their quarterback, right? Yeah. One more thing on this game too, D. I mean, you got combined seven for 30 on third down here. This was a hard game to watch. I mean, combined two teams, seven first downs in 30 attempts. This was pretty hard. I think each of them had like three. One of them had three. The other one had four. I mean, this was a hard game to watch. If you didn't have money involved in this, you probably didn't watch this one. Uh, let's just move forward from this one here, D. I mean, you know, 49ers are making the most of the situation with Mullins, but, you know, yeah. and he's not rough. the worst backup quarterback out there, but he he's not the best either. Yeah, it's rough out there right now. Uh, as well as all the under, other injuries, right? You would say 49ers are probably the most injured team in the NFL this season. I mean, especially considering the big guys that they lost, you know, losing Garoppolo and losing Kittle. I mean, those are the, probably the two top players they couldn't lose this year. 
Well, interesting to see what they do forward. All types of, of rumors out there about them having a dance with Kirk Cousins. Hmm. We'll see. Steelers at Bills, the next one. Bills were, uh, was one of my best bets at one and a half, and, and they got it done in this one. Covered the one and a half at home, and this one goes under 47 and a half. And speaking of shenanigans, a little bit yes. of shenanigans from Juju Smith before the game, dancing oh, yeah. on the logo at center field. Oh, he was? I didn't dancing see on the that. Buffalo logo. The Bills took note. They mentioned it after the game. But yeah, Bills get it done 26-15 at home. Well, yeah, that didn't work out. He's probably trying to get some sort of good energy flowing through the Steelers, you know. Uh, one thing I will good say, Juju. Dean, yeah, one thing I will say, exactly, good Juju. <laughs> some good vibes going. One thing I will say about the the Pittsburgh Steelers, man, is they've been put in a horrible spot by the NFL. Three games in 12 days. I mean, that's unheard of. The kind of physical sport that you play in, to play three games like that, to have no practice time in those times, which is part of the reason that you can't be surprised when you see all these drops. You can't. You see all these drops. You could tell this team is in a funk. Uh, they have no run game right now. I'm I'm concerned about Pittsburgh. I think um, Tomlin does right this ship. I mean, one for ten on third down. Bills, on the other hand, was seven for fourteen, which you know they're the top in the league at forty nine percent on third down. They go fifty percent here. I mean, right now, right now, Buffalo is just the better team. D. It's plain and simple. Yeah, I was making the case for Buffalo being the third best team in the AFC last week. I'm gonna have to bump that up to the second best team in the AFC. Um, the acquisition of Diggs in the offseason, I can't say enough about that. There's now 100 receptions on the season with over 1,000 yards of production with three games to go. I mentioned Josh Allen was nearing the offensive touchdown season record, uh, franchise record, Jim Kelly's record. He actually passed that in this game. So Jim Kelly had 34 in the season. He passed him with 35. That Again, that's counting rushing and passing touchdowns. That's a, a total stat right there. I mean, listen, the, the Steelers have been sloppy on offense uh, for three weeks now. And, and a lot of drop passes, is, it's plaguing them on third down, as Roe mentioned. And, and it'll be a plague to any team. But, yeah, they certainly look sloppy. They don't look like, like, like a top seed. Um, they've been held under 20 points for the last three games. It's not the mark of a, of a number one team in, in, in a conference, especially in, in, in the offensive age of the NFL that we're living in right now. And, uh, I mean, there's one thing, one bright spot to take away about this game, another takeaway for the Steelers' defense, and that, that now brings them to 63 takeaways in the last two seasons. Wow. That's crazy right there. Yeah, that's impressive, for sure. You got anything else on this one, bro? No, I mean, it. the Bills are hot. They've won six of seven. What do you think about them as far as, you know, staking their claims to be one of the best teams in the AFC? You think they could give the Chiefs a run for their money? The Bills are hot. I mean, their offense is, is seems like they're probably just a notch below the Chiefs and their defense, you know, their defense is, is spotty. I haven't, but I haven't seen them fully healthy yet and against a good team. So, I, you know, that earlier matchup with the Chiefs didn't look great for the Bills, but they also weren't playing as well as they're playing now. So I just got to see, I got to see the Bills fully healthy with all their weapons because they, when Brown is in, they got Beasley in, Diggs in, and then they got all their weapons on defense like Milano, their middle linebacker, who's a great cover linebacker, and they have their other DBs in there then I expect them to, to match up well with the Chiefs. They might be able to just match up well with the Chiefs. It's just going to be hard to go on the road. It's always hard to go on the road and beat Patrick, you know? I mean, not to mention, it might be a rematch of these two teams right here. It could be Steelers-Bills. It could. So, it at could. some point in the playoffs, maybe in the division round, you know, or in a conference championship. Steelers don't look like a team right now that might make it that far, but I'm telling you well, right now. Well, they are well coached, and I, I like Tomlin a lot, so Give I think they'll be better come yeah. playoff time. I think they will be, too. I think they'll be better prepared. I think their run game has to get it together, and they know that they have to, especially with the weather becoming what it's becoming. And we know that they're going to have to run the ball, and that's the key. So I got to see some sort of improvement in that in that area right now. And they're going to face the Colts soon. I don't know if that's next year, next week, I mean. But when they do face the Colts, that'll be a great test because they have a good run defense. All right. Well, we're going we're gonna to finish it off with the, with the last game. And this might have been the game of the year right here, bro. Yeah, it was a sure. wild one right for here. Sure. Ravens uh, 47, Browns 42. This one goes well over the 47 and a half, almost doubles up the, 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 the total. And Ravens covered the two and a half. Uh, at game time, it was three. And, you know, it because was. of the last play in the game, I'm sure you all know by now, all types of hearts broken, all, all types of, you know, fortunate people out there on the other side of that. Yeah. We were having a debate about what classifies, what qualifies a as a bad beat before the game. But, yeah, I mean, everyone's marking this as one of the probably the worst beat of the season. Yeah. For people that had Browns plus three. And I'm sure there were a lot of them out there. Of course. Like you said, there's always two sides of it. You know, I'm sure there was some money on the Ravens, uh, plenty of money on the Ravens as well. 
But breaking down the numbers deep after the whole shenan- everything was over, all the shenanigans were done. The Ravens were the right side here. I mean, nine and one against the spread in road games when playing a team with a winning record. This team needed to win yesterday. Their backs were up against the wall, and they came through. I mean, eleven and two straight up on the road. Twenty two and four the last twenty six against the Browns. They dominate the Browns. The first game of the season, we talked to you guys how they had thirty four points and almost three hundred yards rushing. Again, they put up forty seven. They rushed for two two hundred and thirty one yards here. So I mean, Lamar dominated. He was back to looking like Lamar last year. He only had nine rushes, but he had one hundred and twenty four yards. Just uh, he just looked amazing out there, and then he found his his number one guy Andrews, five receptions, seventy eight yards. He found Hollywood Brown when he needed to for the, with the big forty four yard on on fourth down when he came back, and, and then Tucker finishes it off with the big kick. But I'll tell you this, D, very impressed by by the Browns, very impressed by Baker, Hunt, I mean, Hunt and Chubb both had over hundred total yards. Very impressed by the Browns here. Now nah, listen, after watching this one last night, um. What a game to be, you know, this game was absolutely worthy of prime time of, of all the eyeballs that watched it last night. I was mesmerized and I walked away impressed with both teams in this way, especially Baker as well, man. 28 of 47 for 343, engineered what what was going to be a, a, a game winning drive there at the end. But they, at the, you know, they, they left too much time there for uh, Lamar to come through and Tuck is quite a weapon. To have as a, as a field is. goal kicker, man. This guy is clutch. It might be the one of the most clutch of all time. I, I mean, agree. I mean, we makes were talking a lot about of kicks. that. We're talking about it. You just got to get it to the 40-yard line, and this guy's, like, automatic. You know, And they were talking about it a lot during the game yesterday. He gets praise from everybody, and he's known by everyone as the best kicker, and he did what he does. So for the Browns, 30 or more points now for seven games this season. Olivier Vernon is getting hot. There's now seven sacks for him in the last six games. In this game, 493 yards of total offense for the Browns. Ray On the Ravens' side of things, they have all types of crazy numbers that I just want to read off real quick. 25-2 and two when leading at halftime. This is all in the Lamar era, by the way. 25-2 and nice. two when leading at halftime. 17-1 and one when Lamar has 70 or more rushing yards, which he did yesterday. Mm. Um, a hundred or more rushing yards in thirty-six straight games now for the for the franchise. After I believe all, I think all, uh, but two of those games or thirty-four of those games on the Lamar era, and two hundred or more rushing yards for the thirteenth time in the last two seasons as a team. Mm-hmm. All type of crazy numbers for the Ravens when they have things going on the ground, which is which is their marquee, is what they do. They, you know they're hard to stop. Yeah, they both both those teams look pretty hard to stop yesterday. And I, I'm hoping and praying that Lamar got some more help on the outside. I We saw Hollywood Brown finally come through late in the game, but drops, many drops during the game. Not enough help from the outside receivers, I don't think, for Lamar. He needs more help back there if they want to make this uh, a real run to the Super Bowl, D. Looking forward. Look, all that being said, and Lamar has the end, the season MVP already. Um Sure looked like the MVP yesterday. Not of this season, but yeah. he had the flash of what he showed he last, like last year, year when he was yeah. at his best. He's lacking that signature playoff window. He's still searching for that. And, you know, we'll see if he can get that done this year. It doesn't have that win in the playoffs yet. Yeah, you're which right. Is, which is big. That's, that's huge. So that's the, the, the week 14 review show right there. We went over the picks. It was a, it was a nice, successful weekend as far as picks. Um, The games were wild. Bettheuniverse.podbean.com, the original home, Spotify and iTunes. And uh, is it time for Guess the Lines, bro? It's time for Guess the Lines, brother. Let's do this. Is it time to guess the, the lines for weeks? So only three more of these weeks left to be guessing lines. The season's coming to a close. Sad, sad times. But, um, you know, we have the playoffs to look forward to. And sure. as the, uh, the playoff road narrows for a lot of these teams, is, is the, you know, the squeeze is getting put on some of these teams as far as making it into the playoffs. You know, you're going to see some interesting football. You're going to see some interesting football. You're going to get some motivated teams out there. You're going to get some teams that probably want to see what some of their players are going to do because they're looking forward to next year. You know, all this is on tape, so you're always going to get everyone's best shot. So let's always keep that in mind, you know. You're always going to get everyone's best shot because this is all on tape. And you, as a coach and as a player, you know that. So. All right, so... Time to play Guess the Lines with Ro. It's his turn. We're going to get to the first game here. Ro, I'm getting set up. And the first game is the Thursday game, Chargers-Raiders. Chargers at Raiders. This is a must-win game here for the Raiders. It's at Raiders. I don't trust the Chargers here, but I do expect to see a line of probably around four. I say four for Las Vegas, D. Four? Yes, sir. 
it Minus is three and a half Vegas. Okay. Okay. So roll guesses a little little half point off. That's actually that's that's excellent work right there by Roel. Any interest uh, in that game there for you on Thursday night? I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, nah, uh, yeah. Over? The over. You you want to fade yeah. the Raiders? I you know I kind of like the Raiders in this one. Do like them in this spot here against a Chargers team that really can't get out of their own way, kind of thing. Lucky yeah, I think I'm think I'm gonna be good on this one, Roel. Okay. Interesting role. We are getting Saturday games this yeah, week. Yeah, two of them, right? It is time for the Saturday games that they always do late in the season. So we got a double dipper on Saturday. This is the first one at 4.30 in the afternoon. Bills at Broncos. And you'll be able to watch this game. Normally you'll be working, but since you're not going to be working this Saturday, right? So everything is shutting down now. Well, so Bills at Broncos, right? Bills at Broncos. So you will be able to watch this. It's like a, a Saturday game almost gives it like a playoff feel. So the Bills will be favored, I think, by uh, six points here, Deep, for the Bills. Six and a half. Buffalo okay. roll goes six. It's actually six and a half. Okay. So again, half a point off. Roel is right, right on, right on cue, right on point. T- tough team, a bet against the Broncos. They always seem like every time I fade them, they they win. And then when I, you know, when I pick, you know, I don't never pick for them, so. Now, again, we're coming to you on a Tuesday afternoon, so yes. the lines are fairly fresh still. Probably 24 hours, 36 hours since they've been released. Yes. And, uh, yeah. So, we're going to move on to the... weak lines over here early let's in the see, week. Let's, you know see, I mean? let's see what they look like right now. Some interesting games. So, the late Saturday game for the evening would be Panthers at Packers. This one kicks off at 8.15. Panthers at Packers. Eastern time. So, the Packers will be heavily favored here. I think enough to be part of some sort of teaser. Packers now ten and three take control of the number one seed in the NFC. Like they would like to point. continue winning here, right? No. Looks like at least a double digit favorite here, D. I'm leaning towards a double digit favorite. I'm gonna go ten and a half. Roll goes ten and a half. It not quite a double digit favorite. Mm. Maybe not yet. Maybe it gets there at the end of the week. It's nine mm. right now. Okay, it's nine. Nine for Green Bay. Green Bay's been right around that number like the last three weeks, no? Eagles, the Bears, the, this past week with the Lions, right around nine. And that was four straight weeks now that they have that, right? Right around that same number, right? Yeah. So, you know, obvious favorites so far in the in the first three games here. We're going to move on to now the Sunday slate. Buccaneers at Falcons. Division game here, D. Teams that seem to be going in opposite directions here. Bucks are starting to win now. Atlanta lost. It's at, at Falcons, right? Bucks at Falcons. I like the Bucks here by six. Ooh. I think that might be a little high. It's Bucks five and a half. Oh, okay. Roll has been pretty much right on. Haven't looked at the lines this week, guys. It's been pretty easy to avoid. Working out a lot today. Didn't have anything uh, to yesterday I looked so at. So, Broski did not look at lines because he was getting the pump in. Was. He was pumping iron, not looking at lines, trying to avoid the lines <laughs> by, 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 doing by, by, yeah. by pumping iron. Yeah. Banging and clanging. 49ers and Cowboys the next game. Okay, this is a big game for the Cowboys here, right? 49ers at Cowboys. I think Cowboys are going to be favored by three and a half, D. This is interesting right here. Three. Okay. So, roll continues to be just a half point yeah. off. Just I'm a right half. There. Just a half. Just a hair. I mean, the Panthers-Packers one and a half. But, yeah, yeah. Just been a pretty hair. Close. But he's correct on this, on, on you know. I mean, yeah. Early look at this game. I like the Cowboys. I'll say that much. We're going to move on to the Lions at the Titans. Lions and Titans. Titans need this game. Actually, bro, we're both going to guess this one because there's no line, no line at the man. moment. I'm, I'm guessing that's because of the Stafford rib injury yes. that took place last week. So let's 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 guess based on him being there. Coming back and playing. Yeah, he's coming back and playing because he's, he's a tough guy. Tennessee, six and a half. Say six and a half. I go seven and a half. So bro goes seven and a half. I go six and a half. Nice. Okay, yeah, I, I like the Titans in that game. Part of they're gonna be part of my uh, my bets on that game for sure because the Lions can't stop the run, D. 
So the Titans, the Titans going to be a pick for me. Texans at Colts. Okay. We saw this matchup just last week. Texans uh Colts pulled it out 26-20. That was a three and a half point favorite for the Colts. Now they're at home. I'm gonna say seven and a half here, D. Seven and a half right on. Wow. Okay. Right on. So rolls right on the Colt line. I like I like this Colts He's as been, part of a teaser. The Colts are in his circle of trust. Yes. He knows the Colts. He's been betting them a lot this season. He bangs the seven and a half. <laughs> Patriots right at Dolphins next. All right. Now Bill's gonna try and do everything he can to screw the Dolphins over here and, and his old protege Flores. Dolphins will be favored by six and a half though. Wow. Two and a half. Wow, oh man. I like the Dolphins here. Caesar, you guys know I'm not get I'm not having been watching. Six and a half? I said six and a half. Two and a half is the actual. Do you think, do you think it's crazy that I said line. six and a half? No. No. Yeah. Could be over you know, it could be getting value because of Miami losing to the Chiefs last week. I, I don't you know. The Pats the Pats look pretty bad against the Rams, no? In that Thursday night game. Bill against rookie quarterbacks, though. He turned yes. Herbert kind of inside out. They hope they think he could put two or through the ringer. Factor. All right, there we go. You explained that line. That's 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 the angle that I could see right there. Bill <laughs> against rookie quarterbacks. There, my brother, that all you have to say that makes sense now. And the line makes more sense now after that. Thousand percent more sense. Okay, we're gonna move on to the Bears at the Vikings. Bears at Vikings. The Vikings are still in, they close still, but it's gonna be hard for them to get in. Vikings need this. Bears need this. Both teams are right there. Um, I I think it's going to be Vikings four. This is Vikings three and a half. Mm. Like the Vikings in this game here. It's a big spot for the Vikes. You know. You got to beat the Bears though. You got to beat the Bears at home in this spot right here. You know, if you're the Vikings. The Mitchell Trubisky Bears. I don't know why they they, they they didn't just stick with him all year long. They I mean, should have. They, they they'd be better than six and seven. I almost guarantee it. <sighs> it's tough. It's tough. But the Bears, every time you think they're gonna be good, then they end up not being so good. So maybe the low expectations are good for a team like that. But now you're starting to see, you know, believe in them again. So we'll see what what they give us this week. What we got next week? It's Seahawks at football team. What are we thinking? Is this still one o'clocks? One o'clock. Seahawks at Washington. This is a big game for both teams here. Uh, Seahawks will be favored. We is there a line for this game with yeah. the Alex yes. Smith situation? Yes, going on? there so is a line. So let's assume that Alex Smith is starting. I'm assuming Alex Smith is going to start. His injury didn't look like it was going to keep him out for multiple weeks. I don't think. I'm going Seahawks three. It is Seahawks five and a half. Mm. I said three, and it didn't feel right. It didn't? No, I felt like I, I'm stealing like three only with the Seahawks on the road. It should have been more. Felt wrong there. Certainly a, a big game for for football team. They are the first place team in the NFC East at the moment at six and seven. You know, I was thinking that six wins would get it done, but, you know, no, no. slowly football team is creeping up to a respectable record, you know? Yeah, be nice if they could actually win the division and make the playoffs at like eight and eight. Uh, you know, I mean, it's possible. Two of their next three games, they could definitely win. This game here is gonna be tough for them to win, but after that, after this uh, game here, we've seen we've seen it happen on multiple occasions at, at multiple occasions at seven and nine, a team getting into the playoffs. Yeah, dude, I got their schedule right here. Six got, and ten would be just awful though. You don't want to see that. It's gonna be very very cap. They're gonna be very capable if they're healthy, especially of doing this. They get the tough game at home with Seattle, but then they got Carolina at home, which is a very winnable game, and then they go to the road to Philly, where you know. You don't know how motivated Philly will be then. Philly might be Jaylen a Hurts. Philly might be a bump better with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, they might be, but still a, a winnable game there. Yeah, you know one thing I noticed about the Eagles with with Hurts is that he I think he only got sacked one time that game. 
and her, you know Wentz was a sack machine. They were trying to get rid of the, they, rid of the ball. They had a game plan where that they, and the combination of the legs. Yeah, they were trying to get rid of the ball quickly. Same they were thing. Trying to use his the legs. same thing. I was. I was that's why I was wondering why Chicago went to was so quick to go to Foles. Like Trubisky with the legs, it just presents different types of problems. It's always going to be good for your offense. You're right. Plus, you know, having a mobile quarterback, you're not just having somebody just sitting back there. Especially in, in those third and short situations, yeah. it just you know options all and over he the. Can all, improvise you know? too. You know, if you're about to get sacked you can move around and throw the ball like instead of just sitting there like Foles does Jaguars at Ravens bro Jags at Ravens Jags oh, at Ravens. Ravens are gonna be heavily no big. line in this one so let's both guess I'm gonna say 10 here for the Ravens bro bro goes 10 Ravens what do you think it's a lot I'm gonna go 11 and a half okay even more 11 and a half <laughs> Yeah, I'm probably going to end up having the Ravens in some sort of teaser play. Like what I saw yesterday, their run game was was damaging. Like, even Gus Edwards and uh, and Dobbins. Were, I mean, these guys were running everybody. Yeah, running Dobbins over, had a good game. Running over guys, man. And Lamar. Really good, yeah. Like what I saw from the Ravens yesterday. For him to come in on fourth and five and just save the day like that, that was pretty nice. That was fun. That was cool to see. It was like... Uh, like it was just he came running off the sideline with absolutely great, just Willis one Reed. play. Willis Reed, Paul Pierce. We've heard a lot of different references to. But still, when back. Reed come out, it's like before the game. There's a full yeah. sixty minutes. Lamar came playoffs, out and it was just fourth and five. Like yeah. come out yeah. and play one play and get this done. And yeah. not only did, did he get it done, but it was a touchdown on the on the very first play that he came back. It was it was it's, special to see, yeah. man. Those are the right. moments that you know. Not that's why we love the doing. NFL. You're right. Not everyone can do that either, you know? Especially you just see Mc, um, McSorley going down with that knee injury. I don't think they had another quarterback on that team because RG3 was already out. I don't know if they would have had to run some sort of wildcat Came or what. Came up right in the nick of time. Yeah, he did. He really did. What we got next, D? Jets at Rams. All right. Jets at Rams. The Rams going to need to win this game. Uh, this looks like a 13, 14. Like, this looks like Seattle here. I say 14. You know these these lines on the Jets are slowly by the end of the season creeping up, up, More? up. So but yeah, slowly. high. You know. Yeah, they've been up. They've been up. You so what you say here thirteen? I say fourteen. This one's seventeen at the moment. Ooh, wow. Okay. Damn. They're trying to, you know, those teaser lovers. They're trying to make sure that they know. Jets, Jets pretty much mailed it and are mailing it in for the rest of the year. Is that what these lines are reflecting? I mean, because they last played, they were competitive week. against the Raiders. They were, and they were at home for that game. But for me, after they lost that game, the team was demoralized. Deflated. Yeah, they demoralized. They deflated. They lost some guys to injury. This past week, they had no um, weapons on offense, really. I mean, losing Mims was big. But it's just, you know, it's bad. It's just bad over there right now. Let's move forward. Eagles at Cardinals. All right. It's an interesting game here, D. It's 4 o'clock, right? Yeah. All right. So, Eagles at Cardinals. It's going to be like a eight and a half Cardinals. Six and a half Cardinals. Oh, I love, I love the cards here. Yeah. Overreaction here by, you know, overreaction to Hurts, I think. Uh, I, I don't trust Hurts yet. Not yet? It'll be part of a teaser or something for me, D. Yeah? You like this one that much? like the Cardinals. I like the Cardinals. I trust the Cardinals. I know they're coming off those losses, but now they're in a position where they need to win to make it to the playoffs. I can't see Jalen Hurts being, being Murray, being Hopkins the way he was playing. I, I I like the Cardinals. I mean, he, he was moving the ball against a stout Saints defense. I think they surprised that the Saints defense from ED, they, they were falling asleep that first half. You saw the Saints defense in the second half, and they held them down a lot better then. But the Saints defense in the first half is like they weren't ready, man. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Chiefs at Saints. Four o'clock. There's, there's a four o'clock game as well. Chiefs at Saints. I would have thought this. I don't know, but I, let's go on back to the Eagles, though. Do you, you think that I'm, I'm overlooking Jalen Hurts a little bit, maybe? Because I saw him in college and he didn't impress me. That's the thing with, with Jalen. Just to touch on the Eagles real quick. I thought he was going to get killed by the me Saints. Too. And he was impressive, you know, with the legs. And, and he had a couple of throws there. And There's being no that it's his first right start, now, you would though. think, yeah. You know, they're starting to get tape on him. You know how it is in the NFL. And with how Wentz had that offense looking and the contrast to how hurts how the offense looking you know yeah. is 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 re- not there's no reason to to stamp him yet and say that he's the guy but there is reason to to give him extra time 
and you know and they, they should give against, him more starts. If you're betting against him, are you are you also are you fearful of that right oh, now? Oh, from or? a gambling standpoint, from a yeah, gambling I'm standpoint. still are I still have pause. I still have pause about about. What do you mean going against him or betting yeah. on him? Betting betting against him because I, I don't. Think I'm a little more weary now, you know, because of what he yeah, did with the screwed, Saints. Right? But you know, you, it's like you said, the, the tape is out now. Well, one one game of tape, and the Cardinals, you know, they they did limit the Giants pretty pretty. Pretty well over there. Yeah. They played real well. The, the, the Arizona well, they defense. They look well coached, man. They look well against coached. the G man. So they'll be going back home. You know that's a good spot for them. But I just wanted to touch on Jalen Hurts real quick. Chiefs Saints, huh? This, is this the Sunday nighter? This is not. I, I would think it. I'm, I'm upset right now. They still have Browns Giants. Oh, they switched it. The, yeah, that's you know it was a. I think it was Dallas. Uh, there was another game in that Sunday night spot, but that Browns Giants does sound good too. But Saints Chiefs is the number one game of the week right now. You know, huh? maybe they want to give maybe because the Browns just finished playing a Monday nighter, they give them a little extra time rather than playing in the afternoon. They play in the night. It was because the Sunday night game was a bad one. That's why they might they, they flex it out. It was a different game. I would think game. Chiefs Saints would be the better eight o'clock game, but whatever. I agree. Whatever. Did you did you, did you guess Chiefs Saints Chiefs, yet? It's Chiefs as Saints. Chiefs as Saints. Yeah. I think it's gonna be Chiefs seven and. Uh, Saints, I mean, if the, if the Chiefs were seven-point dogs to the Dolphins on the road, I think the Chiefs would have to be a little bit more of a favorite here. No, the, yeah, the Saints would have to be more of a favorite. I say six. Saints six, D. I mean, not Saints six. Chiefs six. Sorry. Chiefs six? Yeah. It's Chiefs three. Oh, okay. All right. So that's where Taysom Hill starting, right? So I love the Chiefs. That's what you're telling me right now. Yeah. I love you the love Chiefs. the Chiefs. That's what Taysom Hill. And and honestly, if it's Breeze off an injury like the one that he had, I still like the Chiefs in this spot. No? Might try and grab this tonight at two. I mean, at, at three points before it goes up. <laughs> it looks like you just saw this line and you're like, oh, Chiefs. Okay, three? Three. Nice. Yeah, no, I like it at three. I like it at Might three, Might have to too. take this tonight. You think you think it goes up? Yeah. By does. the end of the week, this shit will be four, four and a half. At least three in a hook. So I'd rather get How the about three now. Breeze? How about if Breeze becomes a part of the conversation? You think it still goes up? I mean, the Saints at home. I like the Chiefs here. The, the know, Chiefs get up for these games, you know? Like they play Tampa crazy. If not for the Raiders that one week, man, Chiefs are staring an undefeated season in the face. It's true. Chiefs are the team, man. You're they're the, they're the, they're the <laughs> golden standard of the NFL at the moment. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Chiefs guy, but I'm not a bandwagon guy. I was riding with them from when they lost that year in the AFC Championship to the Patriots. You were All my with close them friends are, Alex Smith. My close friends will tell you, huh? You were with them. <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. Nah, I was not with them with Alex Smith. But as soon as Mahomes was, was named starter, You're a pack. I had my eye on them, and people know that. But yeah. I hear you. All right, well, Browns-Giants, let's move on. No line in that one. We're both guessing. Browns, Giants, we're both guessing. The Browns should be favored here. There's no way the Giants will be favored here. I don't care if it's on the road. I like the Browns here by at least three points here, D. Maybe three and a half. I think they're better than the Giants. Roll goes three or three and a half? I'm going to go three and a half. I'm going to agree and also go three and a half. Three and a half Browns. Three and, a half. and I like the Browns. I think their offense is just way better than the Giants. Last game here, the Monday Nighter. Okay. Steelers at Bengals. Steelers Bengals. This is a bad one. Monday night stinker. You're going to get Steelers here by nine. Twelve. Ooh. Okay. So, Roll loves the Steelers in this spot. Bengals mm-hmm. lowly. Bounce back for nine. the Steelers after back to back defeats, too, you know? I mean, they got, they're going to win that game. They're going to win that game. They I already gave up the number game. one seed to the. To the Kansas City Chiefs, they don't want to slip to number three and let the Bills Keep overtake mind, them either. Okay. Keep this in mind: if the Steelers win and the Chiefs have trouble with the Saints, who's going to be winning? Who's going to be having the bye week then? Well, I, they they the didn't Chiefs. play each other, so I don't know, bro. It's conference I don't know record. How it goes. I think. Does it go down the conference record? Yeah, it's conference record. I guess we'll see what that is. But yeah, that's a possibility. It's not far fetched for something like that to happen. I mean, the Saints could sneak out a win. Obviously, we both like the Chiefs. I would put that money down right now on the well, Chiefs, Well, right? the, the, the Chiefs would be 1-1 one and one in the conference, right? Losing to the Saints, and they lost to the Raiders. That would be yeah, one, one conference loss because they lost to the so Raiders. Much more, there's so much more. Other division games and all that stuff. Well, what, what's, the ne- what's the first tiebreaker? The first tiebreaker is conference record, I think. 
conference record. That's what so I they mean. have one loss in the conference. What's the what's the Steelers? Who, who they just lost to uh, lost Buffalo to the and they lost to and they lost to Washington. So they have one loss in the conference. Okay, as well. and then after that's division record. Yeah, I believe so. So we'll see. We'll see. There's still some games got to get played out. You know, this will be interesting. I'll let you know. Like I said, for the for me and I, I think you. We both like the Chiefs. I would take that right now. Besides that, anything else you like right now that you want to jump on right now, D? Let me see here. Yeah, Bills Broncos looks like a good tee spot for Buffalo. Mm. But we could wait. We can wait for that tee spot. Chiefs definitely jumps out right away. Yeah, that's about it at the moment. I kind of like the Titans in that in that tee spot. I think regardless if Stratford plays or not, the Titans will be ready. They'll be at home, and they'll be able to run the ball against the Lions. I love the Titans early. Dolphins the, against the, the Pats as well. I'm going to stay on the Colts. Uh, I like the mind. Dolphins against the Pats. The Lions only only two and a half. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you still like the Dolphins, even yeah. though you yourself said what Bill does against rookie quarterbacks? Yeah, but, I mean, look how bad the Pats have been, right? What do they score, about 20 points a game? But they're that kind of team that, you know, it's so weird lately. Yeah, it's they hard are. To, hard, hard to read, to, right? Hard Maybe it's best to lay off. The, they beat the Cardinals and then, you know... Well, that's the show, guys. We did the Week 14 review. We did. We just did guess the lines with Roe. He did pretty well, I'd say. Yeah, within half point of a lot of the games there. Um, the profitable weekend of picks last week. We're going to look to yeah. continue that trend this weekend. Is what we're here for, to try and make some money at the end of the day. It's what we do. Bettheuniverse.podbean.com, the original home. Also on Spotify. Check us out on iTunes. I know most of you guys are on iTunes. I am too, so, you know, no harm in checking us out on iTunes. And yeah, we'll see you hear from us later in the week. Thank you guys.